Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stobar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 69. My name is Bowie Stober. My pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was, never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. This episode, friends, we're going to be talking about being non-binary. Yes, one of my favourite subjects. In particular, what it means to be non-binary. Because non-binary is an umbrella term. It is an identity as well, but it kind of it encompasses all the different expressions that a person can be that do not conform within the gender binary. And I've spoken with a bunch of folks who are non-binary and I've seen this pop up online a lot. And what I really want to have a look at today is how some folks share that they're not sure if they are non-binary or not and what is the criteria that comes with being non-binary. So they may be questioning and they're like, well, what what do I have to meet to be non-binary? And there is not one. <laughs> being non-binary is about living outside of the binary norms and stereotypes. So to be non-binary is to simply be yourself. It is filled with limitless possibilities of how you can show up as you and there is no right or wrong way to be non-binary there is only your way and that is perfect now i get it that the most common narrative attached to being non-binary is one of presenting in an androgynous way it is that kind of stereotypical view of what it means to be non-binary and then people who may be questioning that and like well I don't feel like I need to be androgynous I don't know if I want to be androgynous I'm pretty cool with how I am right now and for many folks presenting in a more androgynous way can be really affirming and that's amazing I know when I first realized that I wanted to express myself as me that it was very much in a not so quote fingers like feminine or girly way and this was this has been my whole life (laughs) not not gonna lie from as far back as I can remember I've wanted to dress in a way that would be perceived as you know boys clothes because apparently jeans and a t-shirt is you know more masculine I think it's the fucking silliest thing ever but I mean I did grow up through the 80s and 90s as well. So back then, you know, things were a little bit different. There wasn't these conversations. But for as long as I can remember, I know that I have strived to express myself in a way that would help me to be perceived more androgynously. Not because I wanted to be more manly. I just did not want to be read as a girl. And as an adult, I did not want to be read as a woman. So I used the dress style and hairstyles that helped me just be read as something other than a stereotypically perceived woman. And this is common. It's common for folks. 
But seriously, any way we look that is perceived in a gendered way is only based on the stereotypes that we are taught by society, right? It's all a construct. And if we're if we weren't taught to that certain clothes were or certain hairstyles were associated with specific gender identities, then this really wouldn't be an issue, would it? You wouldn't be read as a particular gender identity just because you wear a certain type of clothes if we didn't already place those views on the meaning or, or the meanings that we put on those clothes or those hairstyles. However, <laughs> the world is extremely caught up in the binary and cis folks are very attached to labelling people based on their genitals. It's pretty... <laughs> fucking weird if you ask me there's this obsession with it but it defines everything and folks who are questioning being non-binary may feel quite challenged by this because they may feel quite comfortable with how they currently look even if it is stereotypically more feminine or more masculine but still feel that they're outside the gender binary and this is where a lot of challenge can come for folks and it's because of these stereotypes that non-binary equals androgyny, when that is just not the case. So, as I said like a moment ago, for myself, affirming my identity, I did try to be androgynous for a while. I've since, over the last few years, kind of evolved in, within myself, within how I want to express myself to feel more comfortable just being me regardless of what I'm wearing. I still tend to just wear shorts and a t-shirt because that's what's comfortable. <laughs> but it's never with that drive to be androgynous. And if you are someone who is non-binary, if you are someone who is questioning, you don't owe androgyny to anyone. You don't have to fulfill anyone's expectations. You don't have to fulfill anyone's stereotypes. And that can be difficult. And that is okay. Because it's not about fulfilling someone else's story or someone else's narrative of what it means for you to express yourself as non-binary. And I know that there are so many folks out there who are questioning their gen identities and it is both exciting and scary. And it can be really overwhelming trying to understand in language how you're feeling within yourself. And if you are someone who is exploring how you want to express yourself, know that there's no wrong way to do it. There's not... Now, there are going to be folks out there with many differing views on this. <laughs> and I've experienced a lot of these people with their views on if you are a certain identity, then you have to do X, Y, Z. When is this not fucking true? That is not the way it is. And regardless of what someone else says, just know that any way that you do you that helps you feel good about yourself is perfect. You do not have to be androgynous to be non-binary. You do not have to change your name. You do not have to use they, them pronouns. You do not have to change how you present. You don't have to take hormones. You don't have to have surgeries to be valid as someone who is non-binary. And there's a lot of gatekeeping that happens in the trans and gender diverse community around what it means to be a certain identity. And I know this just fuels that confusion or this challenge that people feel when they're looking at how to express themselves. And you've got people from all over the place who can be quite judgmental. And 
based on their own perceptions of what it means to transition specifically for themselves, they can then project that onto other people. Now, some non-binary folks may want to present more mask or more femme. So they do start taking hormones or they do seek affirming surgeries to help them present in a way that feels right for them. And that is great. That is amazing. It is so good that these are options for folks out there. But this is not the only way to be non-binary. And especially if you are someone or you know someone who doesn't have access to that because surgeries are expensive. They're not available everywhere. Same with hormones. Not everyone can even access hormones, even if they did want them. So there's a certain amount of privilege that comes with accessing these affirming supports that not everyone has available to them. But that does not make you any less valid in your identity. And you also don't need to be dysphoric to be valid within your identity. That's another big misconception. And I see it a lot of non-binary folks talking about it. It's like, I don't feel dysphoric about my body. I don't get upset if she, her, or he, him pronouns are used on me. That is okay. You don't have to. There's no rules here. And there are certain folks out there who will say that you only quote your fingers truly trans or gender diverse if you have dysphoria. And this is just not true. This is some nasty ass projecting from people to help them validate themselves and their experiences because they may have had these experiences and they feel difficult feelings about their body within themselves and then they project that on other people to make themselves feel like what they're experiencing is right, is valid and you know what, regardless of how any person feels within their gender identity, within their transition experience, if they choose to transition, there's nothing wrong with any of it, with any of the feelings that you're having. What is wrong though is projecting that shit onto someone else and saying, well, I experienced this, this is my view on transitioning, this is my view on this gender expression and therefore you have to fulfill that. That's not okay and it happens. I've experienced it firsthand particularly from trans mask folks and trans men because I present in a way that is kind of somewhat masculine. I'm quite muscular and that's intentional because I don't want to be perceived as stereotypically feminine, but being told that my choice to develop my muscle mass, it doesn't mean that I'm really transitioning and transitioning is more than just building a little bit of muscle. And it's like, sure, for you, maybe that is the case. And that's great. But for me, this is fucking perfect. This is how I want to transition and express myself in a way that feels good for me. And I don't have to fulfill that criteria. And I've had some pretty hostile interactions with trans folks about this. But you also got to remember a lot of trans folks are still aligning themselves with the gender binary. So they do not understand the experience of someone who is non-binary or someone who is gender fluid, someone who is outside of that gender binary. And it's all well and good for them to have their perceptions on things. However, being non-binary means that you don't ascribe to the binary and therefore there's no fucking rules. And someone who is transitioning within the binary can't dictate how someone who doesn't ascribe to that is going to choose to be themselves and how they express themselves. So if you're questioning 
just know that whatever you do is freaking perfect. However you choose to express yourself that helps you feel good is perfect. There is no criteria. There's no criteria to being non-binary. You don't owe androgyny to anyone. You don't owe any sort of self-expression to any person to be perceived or validated externally as a particular identity. You are valid within your identity just as you are if that is what aligns with how you feel. That is what is most important here and there's way too much shit that goes on externally and judgment from within our community when we really should be supporting each other because it's fucking hard enough as it is without being attacked from within our own community about what is and is isn't the right way to be ourselves it's it just boggles me (laughs) now if you're someone that's questioning whether or not you may be non-binary know that you're not alone this is not uncommon either it's there are a bunch of folks out there who are sharing a similar experience and this is okay this is part of the journey journey that's such a term that is so overused in this but it's part of the experience of understanding yourself that there's going to be times when you're like wait how how can i language me how can i language how i feel those questions are perfect they are really important in helping you learn how to be you there's nothing wrong with that and you're not alone And if you are out there wondering about what you can do to help you figure out how you want to express yourself, there are definitely options. And there are a lot of options that don't necessarily involve uh, medical avenues. So they're not going to involve hormones. They don't involve surgeries. And there can be some quite small steps just to kind of ease you in because you don't have to go all out just because you maybe start questioning your gender identity doesn't mean you suddenly have to start doing all these massive transitions and making all these changes which is also another thing that uh, like an expectation that gets put on people who are trans or gender diverse that as soon as you come out it's like oh well how are you going to start transitioning it's like whoa slow that shit down (laughs) you don't have to do anything straight away if you have come to some sort of point where you're like I don't, like, I think I could be non-binary. I want to learn a little bit more about that. Perfect. There are some great places that you can start. One of the first things that you can begin to experiment with is different pronouns. This is a really nice, gentle way of exploring what feels affirming for you. I know when I first found the language to express I was non-binary they then was one of the first things that I felt good about changing because being called she her kind of always made me cringe a little I mean over time that has changed I'm at a point now where regardless of what what I what I'm called by particularly by strangers like if people don't know me I can't expect them to know to use they them pronouns on me but if I get she heard I sometimes I I get she heard and he himmed pretty frequently um I just think to myself, it's like, yes, I am a chameleon. <laughs> I, I can fit into any situation that I need to, uh, but depending on what is going on, and that is okay. For a long time, I, I got quite upset about that, but, you know, you can't make a stranger just know your pronouns when they don't know you. That's, that, for me, I felt that was unrealistic to expect that, and it stopped me from getting hurt feelings when strangers would call me <laughs> the wrong pronouns. But pronouns are a great place to start because they can immediately kind of signal a response. It's like, oh, that feels good. Oh, I like, no, I like how that sounds. Or like, oh, no, I don't like, I don't like that at all. 
And there are so many out there. My gosh, there have been new languages developed around singular pronouns that non-binary folks or the people who don't align within the binary can use. Pronouns and neo-pronouns, we've got the, you know, the classic they, them. Then we've got some neo-pronouns like thon, thons, and thon self. I like that one. I do. I think I might try that one out a little. I saw that one online. I was like, ooh, like that, that sounds pretty good. Like, feels pretty good to sound like that. So for myself, that's one I think I'm going to start playing around with. And I've been, I mean, I changed my pronouns today them like five years ago. It's no fucking rules. If I feel like changing them again, I can. <laughs> one of the beautiful things here, you don't have to sit to, to fit within a certain, it's like, well, I've made my decision on this. I can never change it. That's not true. You can change your pronouns as many times as you plop and want. There's uh, Z, Zem, and Zers, or E, M, and M's. Just to name a few, I mean, I, I looked it up online, I found a site, I'm linking to it in the show notes, because not only does it give you a heap of different options for pronouns and neo-pronouns, it also gives you a bit of background on them, where they were developed, because these, these have been developed since like the 1800s, there was the use of singular pronouns for these situations. So every person out there who's ever said, oh, they, them has never been used in the singular, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, there has been so many singular pronouns that aren't they, them that have been used for like over a hundred years. So I'm linking to the site in the show notes, check it out, see if there's any there that feel right for you, have a play around. There are so many, and it's really interesting learning about the origins of where some of these came from. Now, another common step people take after pronouns, well, not after pronouns, there's not really a list. Some people like to change their name. I know for myself, my old name was one that I hated it so much my whole life. I'm just like, oh, it's the worst name ever. (laughs) And it was kind of one of the big changes I made. Pretty much when I started changing my pronouns as well, it actually might have been first. I might have changed my name before I started using they, them pronouns. My name was always, my old name was always something that I really didn't like. Um, So changing your name and exploring different names is another option. Again, you can try out a name and if you don't think it works for you, you can change that. There's no rules here. Naming yourself can be really fun too because it's, you finding the sound that helps you best express you. What's, what's, not, what's not so fun about that? <laughs> and you can try out a bunch of new ways, uh, new names that people can have. I know folks who have used a new name that has the same letter as their old name to start with or sound similar. They've just replaced a few or they've changed the order of their older names because they kind of maybe want to keep a connection to that because you you don't have to completely disassociate from your old name. There's not a rule that says that you have to feel so horrible that you can never hear your old name or never use your old name. Some folks don't even feel the need to change the name. That's also totally okay. You don't have to change your your name. That's there's no rules. If I can't stress this enough, when it comes to being non-binary, there are no rules. There's there's no, you know, tick this list of things and then you've met the criteria. You've fulfilled what it means to be non-binary. You don't have to change your name. You don't have to change your pronouns. You're still non-binary. That's just rest assured. 
these are some ways that you can try and explore other avenues if you're feeling like maybe that would help help you express yourself better but it's also okay to go back to your name that you were given by your parents or by your carers that's okay as well (laughs) you don't have to do anything that doesn't feel right for you and really know that this is so flexible and that just because you do a change once doesn't mean things are set in stone and anyone who tells you otherwise or gets upset about that that shit is on them <laughs> no one can say well you i've just learned how to use this name with you you can't change it now it's like that's that's not how that's not how it works no <laughs> try out as many new names as you flipping like and feel really good about that and know that it's totally okay to do and it is something that people do people try out lots of different names and care about how it feels for you there's a point where you, it's like, okay you know people might find it a little bit of a challenge to adjust but if they're not willing to be supportive of you then don't waste your energy on that because it's not about them they're making that about them they're making your new name about them and it's got nothing to do with them your new name is about you your new name is about you finding out how you can best be you so feel really great about that know that it's totally okay to try new things i see folks online going I need help finding a name. I, I don't know what I don't know what to use. You know, these are some letters that I like or I want to keep these letters or I like these things. Does anyone have any suggestions? That's a cool way to start. There are so many ways. There's no wrong ways. People go and look up uh, gender neutral baby names. Um, I don't even remember how I f- f- thought of my name I think I just like the name Bo I was having a conversation with Zay about it um that's how I <laughs> that's how I got my new name you don't have to think this up alone I was talking with Zay about how I've never liked my old name and we were talking about you know what names did I like and I had said I liked the name Bo and then Zay we talked a little bit further and Zay was like well what about Bowie and I'm like I like that name that sounds cool I might go with that. Can you please use that name on me from now on? And they said yes, and that was it. So for me, it was a bit more of a straightforward process. I already had an idea on a name that I liked, and I get I get called Bo. I get called Bowie. I I, I alternate depending. My closer friends tend to call me Bo, and I mean I introduce myself as Bowie. So a lot of people who don't know me personally call me Bowie, but I go by both, and that feels really great for me. Your process may be just as short and sweet as that, or it might take a few more tries. It might take exploring things a little bit more. There's no right or wrong way there. And another simple step that you can take if you've had a look at pronouns or maybe you're not wanting to, like if pronouns isn't what your thing is or you've found some already, you've gone names, you've decided whether or not you want to try a different name. Another option is the clothes you wear, because that can be really affirming. Because particularly clothes, as I said earlier, clothes are a big influence on how other people read us. And that can be really affirming. However, I do want to stress, pinning your hopes on feeling affirmed by strangers can lead to a lot of hurt because you may not necessarily be read the way that you hope to be read. That's not that's not on you, that's on the way that society has shaped the views of all of us and how we are, have this ingrained perception of people based on clothes and things like that. So please do your best to try not to get hurt if strangers don't 
read you the way that you're hoping to be read because that doesn't make you any more or less valid. Just know that. And if you are wanting to try dressing a little bit differently, perhaps dressing in a little more neutral of a way or more feminine or more masculine, this is a totally great option. And again, it's, it's quite an easy one. You don't have to spend heaps of money and there's a lot of secondhand clothing stores. One of my favorite places to go to buy clothes, to be honest with you. I I rarely buy new clothes (laughs) because secondhand shops uh, have the best stuff. You can pick up, you know, an outfit for pretty cheap just to try things out, see how that works for you. You may like dressing a particular way. You may not. But taking that time to experiment with that because it is going to influence how we're perceived can help you get an understanding of kind of what feelings come up for you in certain situations and just help you in general to kind of maybe answer some questions that you have around how you feel within yourself, how you like being perceived by others and how you like to express yourself. And you can mix and match that. It doesn't have to be particularly like you can only wear clothes that make you look androgynous or feminine or masculine. You can blend that stuff together. I swear to glob, non-binary folks have some of the most amazing styles that I've ever seen because I think folks within our community have this ability to just blend everything. There's this fluidity there. There's not there's not the same barriers that people who seem to ascribe to the binary rule have where it's like, well, they are girls' clothes and they are boys' clothes and they have to forever be separate and they can never come together. No, that, that, is, that, that sort of black and white thinking is just, it's just so limiting. But folks from, from the non-binary community, I've seen have some of the most amazing styles and... Oh, it's it's so great to see how creative folks can be just with how they dress themselves to express who they are. I love it. There is no barriers. You can mix together more feminine out, more feminine clothes with more masculine clothes. You can make that blend. Combine that shit. There are no rules here. Don't feel like you're limited to two two same types of items of clothing well, that would be perceived within the same like binary for lack of a better way of expressing it so go go wild you know see how creative you can be when it comes to your outfits and if it helps you feel good about you and your identity that is perfect that is all that matters it is amazing I do I do really think that non-binary folks are some of the most creative people around and have some of the best styles that I've ever seen. <laughs> and finding other folks online and looking at how they dress is a great way to get ideas as well. You may see folks who, when because I know I, I'm on Reddit a lot. Um, Reddit has some really great non-binary communities and folks who share um, you know, their styles, how they're feeling, their, their um, haircuts, like just all sorts of things about themselves with and sharing what makes them feel great about them. And it's so, it's just so great to see people just loving how they're expressing themselves and also finding ways to get support from other folks who are sharing similar experiences. I love talking with other folks who are in these situations like what I'm talking about now. They're questioning. They're like, I'm not sure. What do I have to do? And just helping folks understand that there's there's no rules. There's no rules here. You do you in whatever way that that feels good for you. And you're, you're flipping winning, friend. You are perfect. You are non-binary. If that's how you say you are and that's how you want to express yourself, however that may be, then you're non-binary that's it like there's there's nothing more to say about that (laughs) 
Now, I get that not all folks are safe to express themselves openly. This is a fucking sad truth. It is a privilege to have the safety to dress a certain way, to have a certain style without fear of being harmed. And that is not one that everyone has. Not everyone has this privilege. You may be somewhere that is totally not okay with any sort of gender nonconformity. There is, there's countries where this is illegal. This, this is something that is really heavily policed and oppressed in a lot of spaces. And if you are unable to change like these things that I've suggested about yourself because of your life circumstances, because of where you live, just know that that doesn't make you any less valid in your identity. You don't have to do these things to validate your identity. I know that it can help it can help us feel good about ourselves, but it doesn't change who we are inside. So even if you can't access these ways of affirming you, that doesn't make you any less it doesn't make you any less non-binary just because you may want to dress a certain way but can't. Just know that. And even though you may not be able to express yourself openly in real life, it doesn't mean you can't express yourself or explore your identity online. As I said, I'm on Reddit a lot. There's some really great communities on there, really positive and affirming ones, which is just so lovely to have. And there's not that toxic kind of projection that happens. There's some really great non-binary communities on Reddit. Check them out. If you search non-binary on Reddit, you're going to find these communities. And... I know that being online is not the same as being able to express yourself in real life, but there is a community there and there are other folks out there similar, sharing similar experiences and it's really great space to just see that you're not alone because you're not, no matter what you're going through, friend, I, you're not alone in this. There are other folks out there sharing similar experiences to you and I know it fucking sucks and it's hard and it can feel lonely, but you're not alone. If you can reach out to these networks, I really encourage you to do that because just connecting with other people, regardless of where they are, can help to help you feel understood. It can help you feel affirmed. And just know that whatever you're experiencing, wherever you're at, what whatever life circumstances happen to be for you, your identity is so valid and you don't have to change anything about yourself to, to make it true. It just is. If you say that that's how you are, then that is how you are. Now, if you are safe to explore ways you want to express yourself, but you don't know where to start, then these online places can also be perfect as well because they can give you an idea. Seeing other folks share their experiences and the steps that they have taken can give you some some options and ideas on what you can try like I've just shared three really really kind of simple ways that you can begin to explore you they're not the only ways there's folks out there who do a bunch of different things and just seeing other people do this stuff can kind of help encourage it can help you feel good about doing it as well and seeing that you know there are other folks and sharing and sharing what you're doing and being affirmed by other people sharing a similar experience it's it's just really amazing <laughs> and 
There's also great spaces online where you can connect with other folks who can help you just, as I said, feel affirmed, help you try out new pronouns. I've The site where I found uh, all of the pronouns that I shared with you, and then I'm going to link in the show notes, they're, they're in the comments section below. There's people who have found the pronouns that feel right for them from this list, and they've commented and said, I'd like to try these pronouns. Can, can, um, can everyone please use them with me? And then people would just jump in and comment using the pronouns that this person may have asked to be used to help them try out and test it in a space that is safe and it is with people who just get it. So there are some really, really great ways that just connecting with these online communities can help you understand where you're at, what you may be wanting to do, and just affirm who you are. Now, let's have a quick recap. Let's look at what we've gone over today because it's been a lot. It's a lot every episode. (laughs) Firstly, we looked at what it means to be non-binary and that being non-binary is not about androgyny. It's about removing the limits that are placed on us based on our genitals and living and expressing ourselves in the ways that feel right for us. Secondly, we had a look at some things that you can do as you explore how you express yourself. This includes pronouns and neo-pronouns that you can choose to use, how you want to present outwardly through your clothes and dress style and exploring names that you may want to call yourself. And finally, we explored how you can express yourself the safest way that you can, whether that be in your everyday life or through online avenues. But regardless of where you choose to express yourself, there are online spaces where you can meet other folks like yourself, sharing similar experiences. So you're not alone. Just know that. I can't emphasize that enough because I know this shit can feel so lonely sometimes, but you are not alone. Now you can find all these details in the show notes. If you are enjoying the show, if you liked this episode, if you think someone else who maybe is questioning at the moment might get some help from listening to this episode, share it with them. If there's another episode, I've done another 68 since this one, (laughs) getting up there share it about friends. This, this show is here to help people. And if you think that there's a way that an episode could help someone else, I would love it if you shared it with that person. If you have any questions about this episode or you'd like to learn more about how we can help you, you can go to our website, www.fearlessmovement.co. You can send us a message there. You can jump in. You can try out our seven-day trial or our at-home training program. You can see what we've got going on. A bit of an exciting announcement, actually, from the 1st of October. We've got some big changes happening. Key one being that we are changing our name. We currently work under the name Fearless Movement Collective. We're changing that. We're changing our business name to Non-Gender Fitness, just like this podcast is called, because it aligns with what we do, with our values, with the way that we show up in this world because we don't think that fitness has a gender and we don't agree with the way that the fitness industry or the fitness industrial complex likes to market this gender binary and these stereotypes we think it's all shit and we think that non-gender fitness as a business name better aligns with that view that we have so we are changing our name so from the first of october expect some big changes if you want to ask us more about that 
you want to find out what's happening or how you can how you can work with us, you don't want to go to our website. You can find us on social media. You can go to Facebook and find a Fearless Movement Collective there only for the next month. <laughs> then we're changing our name. Or you can find us on Instagram by going to non-gender fitness at the handle non underscore gendered underscore fitness or me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot nb. Nothing's changed on Instagram. The name's already there. <laughs> Until next week, remember, you are not alone in this. Regardless of what you are feeling within yourself, there are other folks who have been there or are still there. So find your community, however that may look, and know that you are valid however you choose to express yourself. Have a right as day, pal.